Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to our weekend release. This is the bonus podcast where we see how much extra content we can squeeze into your week. Random things that have been sent in, extra bits from our week and how our advice went down with you, our G and Divas. So let's crack on, William. Yes, all right, we've got some quite lengthy ones here. Oh, we love a lengthy one. Hello, William and Jordan. I've got an idea for something you could do in the podcast to help us G and Divas sort out when we've got a problem with another person. For example, when a couple has a falling out about something, they send in what it's all about and you decide who is in the wrong and who is in the right. This came to mind as I've been having problems with my flatmate. I love mayo. Presumably that's uh, not Simon Mayo, that's mayonnaise. And apparently so does my flatmate. I've discovered that she's nabbing all of my glorious white stuff. This usually wouldn't be a problem. I'm all for sharing with flatmates, especially tasty condiments, as the aforementioned. But she's always leaving the tub empty, and to be honest, somehow taking in extraordinary amounts of the liquid. We've gone through two jars in a week, wow. So I've taken it upon myself to fill the empty jar with a far cheaper own-brand variety compared to my classy on-brand version. I can then keep my own stash hidden away from any greedy fingers. So, who's in the wrong, Anonymous? P.S. I feel this could do with a catchy name. Any help? I mean, I don't miss sharing house with people. And a lot of people will be listening to this and thinking Anonymous sounds really picky, but little things like this over time get on top of you. Yeah, I think if it's if it's if the mayonnaise anonymous you have personally bought, fine for other people to use it. But if they've used it up, they should at least then buy another jar of mayonnaise exactly the same type, same size, and you share it that way. Unless it's coming out of a communal allowance. It's it's picky because I'm all for like I just say to my housemate like, oh, help yourself, whatever it is, as long as they're replaced. We used to share bread and milk and condiments and stuff like that. So. Right. Yeah. But I... Peanut butter. We used to know when the peanut butter was gone, but... Just... But Anonymous is saying that, obviously, they've, they've filled up the, the sort of the on-brand jar with the cheaper alternative, mm. and they're then My keeping... My mum used to do that, crunching up. <laughs> just to get the cheap version, put it in the crunching up box. Nice. Because it was about a quid, 
quid dearer. Well, I mean, you do what you need to do to save the pennies. But Anonymous is saying that they're then keeping their own mayonnaise somewhere else. Mayonnaise should be kept in the fridge. So do you have another fridge? Do you have a fridge in your room? I hope you do. That's somewhere cool. I'm windowsill. You don't, you don't want to decorate your room with mayonnaise. Yeah. You don't want it getting sun to it. Also, they say, I feel like this could do with a catchy name. Yes, yeah, the whole premise of the podcast just tells you. Well, no, but they want, like, couple dilemmas, like who's in the wrong. Oh, we get them a lot, though, don't we? Yes. Well, OK, we'll, th- we'll, we'll work on the name. We'll, we'll come back to you on that. Uh, but... Who's in the wrong? Uh, no one's really in the wrong. Just tell them that they should replace the mayonnaise. Yeah, I think you need to tell them. Don't leave it too long to tell them. Are you a male person? Because mm. male's a bit like Marmite. I don't hate it, but I don't. I, I'm a creamed horseradish person. Oh, you love creamed horseradish. Yes, I you do mayo. as well. Yeah, I do. I love. I love. Um, I love mayo though. I do put creamed horseradish on a lot of things that probably it doesn't go with sandwiches. No, no heavens, no. Do you not? No, no. I no. put horseradish on sandwiches. Well, if it's a beef sandwich, that goes nicely. I'll put it on cheese and ham. It's lovely. Cheese, ham, and horseradish. I'll tell you another one. What cheese, is... cheese, ham, and a bit of jam. Fantastic. Cheese, ham, and jam. Cheese, ham, and a bit of jam. What sort of jam? Right, have I ever told you this theory? Cheese, ham and jam. Yeah, fantastic. It's absolutely delicious. And a fruit jam? Yeah, strawberry jam. Strawberry jam and ham? Yeah, oh my God. You're making it out like I'm having a shit sandwich. Cheese, ham and jam. Try it if you're listening. Have I ever told you my theory? The only thing you can't put on a sandwich, in a sandwich, is bread. You can't, like, anything in this world, in your house, you can have on a sandwich. Even even chocolate, you could put Sillet bang. No, edible. You could put you could put two slices of toast, two slices of bread in toaster, yeah. and then you could melt some chocolate on it and, and have like a chocolate toasty. Right. There's nothing you can't put on a butty. I could go in my fridge most days when I get home, pass my teas on. I'll just grab a slice of bread. I love bread. I've got okay, so I've got coconut yogurt in the fridge at home. That wouldn't go in a in a sandwich. Bit of toast, it would. Oh. Could dip it in. No. Mm. You could put oat on a sandwich. Stra- Any leftovers? Strawberries? Strawberry sandwich? On a bit of toast with chocolate spread? No, but mm. no, but no, no. But then that—that's not a sandwich. Yeah, it's a toasted sandwich. Right. You can honestly put oat on a butty. You could put oats. Do you know the history of the sandwich and why it was invented? No, go on. It was to keep uh, Lord Sam- uh, Lord Sandwich, the Earl of Sandwich, the fourth Earl of Sandwich, John Montague. Uh, in the 1700s, it was to keep his hands... He was such a gambler, he was missing meals because he didn't want to leave the cards tables. And so he said to his staff, bring me some salt beef in between two slices of bread. And the bread was so he kept clean hands so he could still play cards. No. And thus, because aristocratic men were and still are known by their last name, Sandwich, in this instance his title, uh, other men would go, I'll have what Sandwich is having, and thus it became known as the Sandwich. I love a butty. Yeah, well, it wasn't the Earl of Butty. Well, who's the Earl of Butty then? <laughs> I love. I think, honestly, I think he was just a baron. My baron, you know, baron Butty. You know, in Baron Butty, peerage <laughs> <Twom>. lols. <laughs> <laughs> you know, peerage <laughs> lols. You know, mm. uh, Gwen from Gavin and Stacey always makes omelets. Yeah, vaguely. Yeah, my mum's like that, but with butties. She'll right. just go in and be like, "Do you want a butty?" As soon as people walk in the door. Well, she can oh. she can do sandwiches on her when she takes over for Lorraine. Oh, she! I love us. I really want a butty now. Mm. I'm not convinced. I love. Anyway, you can make a butty and put mayo on it. And it's great. Nice. Mm. Well, that's something. Oh, good lord! This is so long. This is from Joe Langham, named after the hotel. Dear William Jordan and producer Ben, you may remember I emailed in a few weeks ago about my neighbour, jovially nicknamed. 
tits out Tina. Oh, yeah. And you offered a few helpful options on the 15th of March episode. I was all set to pop a note through Tina's door, politely requesting that she draw her curtains when my daughter announced she had made a sign for her bedroom window. Tina has a son of a similar age to my daughter, and his room is next to Tina's. Therefore, her sign was along the lines of number 77, hello, from the little girl nearby, Isabella. (sighs) The sign was there for a few days, and think of that? ever since we have not seen Tina in all her glory, and the curtains have been closed more often. However, if she makes a reappearance, I am tempted to stand in the garden and take Jordan's approach of shouting at her, but I'm not sure I can manage the northern accent. No, it takes a lot of work. We live in Norfolk, but I'm a Londoner originally. Yeah, that'd be great. A northern accent in Norfolk. They wouldn't know where to look. <laughs> mummy, mummy, what's up with her? Mummy, mummy. That is not an Norfolk accent. Uh, hearing Jordan's suggestion was brilliant, so I'm tempted to give it a go. On another note, your podcast has been a beacon of light over the past few weeks, and hearing my dilemma read out literally lifted my spirits. My lovely mum was admitted to hospital following her cancer diagnosis last year, and my husband and I spent the last two weeks with her, holding her hand during the day while the lovely nurses and my brother were with her at night. I was getting up at dawn, doing little work, taking my daughter to school, and then walking the dog whilst listening to the podcast in the sunshine before returning to the hospital. She passed away peacefully last Thursday. Mm. It's been a tough time for our family, but little things like a good podcast and sunshine help me keep smiling. On to a brighter note, I hope I have another small dilemma. I have never tried a G&D, and I feel I'm missing out. You are. I have five supermarkets in my town, Tesco's, Morrison's, Co-op, Little and Aldi, and none of them stock De Bonnet. Do you have any suggestions? Yes, move. I know Amazon sell it, but I know they can be a little pricey on spirits, unfortunately. Any help would be greatly appreciated. As ever, keep up the good work, and I hope to hear from you soon. Kind regards, Joe Langham. Joe, uh, what a lovely letter. Thank you. And uh, sorry to hear about your mother. I hope you and the family are okay. And that is such a lovely letter. And nice to hear that our mm. silly little podcast can put a smile on, on those dark days. For, for the Debonet, it's actually not that expensive on uh, Amazon. So pop it in your basket. basket. Uh, and then what I do is put it in your basket, and then when you need loads of other little things, because mm. I don't like little things coming out. Do you out. not have the free delivery thing? Yeah, no, it's not that. It's it's bad for the environment, isn't it, from to just bring out, like, one toothbrush. Right. Yeah, so I, I like to do loads of little things. So pop it in and then build it up over a couple of weeks. Or next time you just pass a Waitrose, even mm. if it's not in your town, nip in, get some bits, because yes. they do it in Waitrose. I'm sure there's a Waitrose in Norfolk somewhere. Actually, actually, Joe... Get back in touch. We'll get your address and producer Ben will send you out a bottle of Debonet for such a lovely letter. Producer's just shot himself. There you go. We'll do that. Lovely. Okay. We shall do that. We'll do that. We'll send you, we'll send you a bottle of Debonet ourselves to, to have on us. Um, final piece of correspondence. Holly has sent in pictures of someone she came across on Hinge and I believe producer Ben is sending them to us now. Oh, wow. Gosh. So Hinge is the dating app. I Don't, don't ask me how it works. This is Mike. Oh, He's a pilot. Oh He's my a god, pilot. that is fucking weird. There he is in the cockpit. Oh my god, he looks a double of me. He looks the double of you a couple of years ago, when oh. we started this podcast. Oh my god, he looks. That's. I need. I need to know if my dad's ever. I don't know whether we can put those photos up on social media, but we can't. But it is. It is. Absolute, that is... I mean, it's definitely not you because you are petrified of flying. <laughs> so that wouldn't be you. <laughs> you. Oh, my God, that's weird. It's that... 
Can, tell you what, can you do that pose? Just recreate it for the Gene Divas. <laughs> that is weird. No, well, we can share that. We can share it. I don't think we can. Um, we get, oh, can we not? No. Because no, Mike's wife might see it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That is freaky. Anyway, what's the rest of the letter? Well, she said, do you think, uh, what do I think William's do- doppelganger job would be? There, oh, someone did weird re- that my doppelganger's a pilot and I'm terrified of flying. Yes. Maybe mine would be a member of the Labour Party or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, why am I setting myself? I'm not. Anyway. Um, well, gosh. There well, we go. thank, was... thank you for sending that in, Holly. That was weird. So if you've got a question, story, found a lookalike of uh, the three of us, then you can uh, send it here to the weekend release. This is the place where we can read it out, we can laugh, and we can share it. So drop into our DMs on social media or send us an email to help at Sex and My Boss with anything that you want to share with us. Uh, we also love hearing back from people we offer advice to. So if that's you, uh, get back in touch with producer Ben. We will see you on Tuesday for the main episode. Bye. <laughs> 
It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema.